Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. In terms of the face, it contributes to collagen elastin breakdown, dehydration, stress-related expressions, muscle weakness, sluggish circulation, poor lymphatic drainage, and slow cell turnover. Also, we find that when we're stressed, we hold on once again to those negative emotions. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and how are you doing today? I do hope you are as safe and well as you can be in this very unusual and very changing situation that we're all in. So today is mostly a solo episode. I'm going to be talking you through the six biggest skin mistakes that you may be making and how to overcome these. So over the last 15 years of working with clients in my clinic, I have noticed the same patterns coming up again and again. So people are doing things often without realising it. And this is having a negative impact on their skin, their face and their wellness too. I'm going to talk you through the mistakes that I see most often, and then I'm going to give you actionable steps on how you can overcome these. So you'll be able to put these into place right away and then see results from your skin right away too. The second part of this podcast is an interview that I did with Dublin FM. So I was interviewed by that radio station and they asked me lots about how face yoga works, my journey into face yoga. And also I talked a lot about my philosophy of wellness and beauty. So it's going to work really nicely with this episode because if you put into action some of those steps that I talk about in the interview, as well as the six main tips I'm going to be giving you at the beginning of the podcast, it's a really lovely package to help you look and feel the best version of yourself. And as you know, that's what I'm all about. And that's what this podcast is all about too. So let's get straight into tip one about the biggest skincare mistake and then how you can overcome this. So the first one I've noticed many, many times with clients, whether they're doing face yoga or they're not, is constant dragging of the skin and overexpressing. So let's deal with the first part of that point first. So the dragging the skin. So this could come from touching the face without realising, rubbing the eyes too much, perhaps because of skin allergies, perhaps because of stress, maybe tired eyes, sore eyes. Maybe when you're removing makeup, you find that you rub that area too much and that area around the eyes can get damaged very quickly. But the rest of the face also can. So maybe when you're applying skincare, you find that you rub too hard or you're too harsh. Maybe when you're doing face yoga, you think if you go harder and tougher, you're going to get results quicker and therefore your touch is a bit heavier than it should be. 
Now try and go a little bit more gentle. I promise you this will have much more effective results for your skin much quicker than trying to be too heavy handed. So when you're taking your makeup off your skin, try and do it with a nice upward motion. Go nice and gentle. You don't want to use a washcloth or a flannel. Ideally, a muslin cloth is much, much better or a little bit of organic cotton wool. And just go gentle. Allow your strokes to be very soft to the touch. Even if you need to spend a little bit longer, don't be rubbing the skin. Definitely don't use face wipes. These are bad for the environment and they're terrible for the skin. So you don't want to be rubbing your skin with face wipes. You want to be doing it gentle and you want to be doing it upward. When it comes to removing your eye makeup, this is the only time I would say if you do want to use a face wipe, you could do. So just one per makeup removal and ideally try and make it a recyclable one, a biodegradable one. And what you can do is just very gently squeeze your eyelashes and very slowly remove any mascara. You can then use a little bit of organic cotton wool and some eye makeup remover and just gently sweep around your eyes to remove any eyeliner or eyeshadow. So go really gentle. Remember that area around the eyes is 10 times thinner than the skin and the rest of the face. And when you're doing face massage or face yoga, you may be wondering what the right level of touch and the right level of pressure is. I always recommend to start gentle at first. You can build up as time goes on. Use a mirror, put it in front of you and then start very slow. Your skin responds so well from gentle touch. If you have clean hands now, just try this. Take your fingers up to your forehead, sweep across in as much of a gentle way as you possibly can. Then do it in a very hard, tough, dragging way. Notice the difference. Straight away with a gentle touch, you find that your muscle relaxes. It lets go of tension. It helps to soften any stress-related lines that may be there. It still is enough to help boost the circulation, to help boost the collagen elastin. So never worry that by doing gentle touch, you aren't having enough of an impact. Really use gentle touch. It will help the skin immediately. When it comes to exercising the face as well, go gentle first. You don't need to feel the muscles burning or aching or even painful to get results. You want to feel the muscles firing up, certainly, but go a little bit more gentle. And look in the mirror. If you see any wrinkles created whilst you're doing face yoga or face massage or whilst you're cleaning your face, removing makeup, then you're going too strong. So go gentle, use a mirror. That's the best way to check your pressure. If you want to build it up a little bit in time, you can. You may find that you can go a little bit deeper and your skin doesn't look like it's dragging or tearing. If you notice that the way you usually do it when you first look in the mirror, that your skin is being dragged, what is happening is you're actually tearing the skin. You're breaking down collagen elastin. You really don't want this to happen. And particularly around that eye area, I would say if it looks like you're hardly doing anything at all, then you're probably being the most effective. And something I mentioned at the beginning of this point number one was that overexpressing. And this is such a huge skincare mistake that I see clients making all the time. 
it is difficult. I completely understand. When we're talking, we need to express the actual reason that we have 57 muscles in the head, face and neck is because it gives us the ability to make expressions. That's what our muscles are there for. So, yes, it's fine to express. And I would say definitely it's good to smile. Don't stop smiling for sure. However, the overexpressing when we don't need to and the stress related expressions is what we need to try and reduce. And if you can start to reduce this, you will notice a massive difference with your skin so, so quickly. One of the main reasons we get lines and wrinkles in the skin is because of repetitive expressions over and over again. And in time, those expressions are etched into the skin. And the reason they etch into the skin more as we get older is because we're starting to lose muscle tone. There's a change in the bone structure. There's a change in the cell turnover. Our hormones may be different, so that's effective. We have a breakdown of the collagen elastin and all of these things means that those expression lines that maybe we never used to notice are suddenly very, very deep and getting deeper by the day. So get to know your face. I know I've said this if you listen to podcasts of mine before, but it absolutely is so important. Have a mirror and look Look at it regularly. I get it. It isn't comfortable looking in the mirror for anyone. And particularly when our mindset isn't as positive and happy as maybe we would like it to be, looking in the mirror can often feel quite a difficult thing. But I promise you, the more you get to know your face, the less you can hold tension there and the less lines you'll get. And the great thing about starting to soften those stress-related expressions, so those things like pulling that area in between the eyebrows, which creates vertical and horizontal lines between the eyebrows. Overraising the eyebrows, which tends to cause those horizontal lines across the forehead. Squinting, which causes the crow's feet lines on the outer edge of the eyes. Tensing the jaw, which tends to cause lines around the cheek area and even jowls. Looking down too much at phones and computers, which causes lines in the neck. All of these expressions are not helpful. So if we can learn to soften these and look in the mirror and get to know when we're doing them, it makes a massive difference. So have a little mirror by the side of your desk, have a few mirrors around your house, glance at your face. If you see any of those expressions I've just mentioned being held, take a moment, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your nose. Close your eyes if you need to, soften and relax your forehead, your eyes, your cheeks, your mouth, your jaw and your neck. Take one more deep breath in through the nose, abdomen rises, Exhale through the nose, abdomen lowers. Open your eyes, look in the mirror again and your face should look instantly healthier, less stressed, even more youthful. I promise you it's an instant way to help the face look younger. Okay, so let's move on to tip number two of one of the biggest skincare mistakes I see people making. And this is all about sleep. So two points when it comes to sleep. The first one is not enough sleep. Now, this is something which we hear all the time when it comes to health and wellness advice, but we definitely need to be looking to have around eight hours sleep a night. Now, I understand this isn't always possible. Perhaps you're somebody that works night shifts. Perhaps you have young babies 
freebies. All of these reasons may mean that you can't sleep as well as you'd like to. But trying to make sleep as a priority is so important. And I know particularly at the moment we are going through a global pandemic and it's completely normal for sleep to be affected. There's so much fear. There's so much anxiety. There's such a difference in everybody's routine. I know for about the first four or five weeks of lockdown, I think I had a nightmare almost every night. So definitely my sleep was affected. Even though I felt fine in the day, it was obviously affecting me at night in some way. So at the moment, if your sleep is not the way it should be, it's okay. It will get better. I absolutely promise you. A few things that you can do to help yourself to have a better night's sleep is taking a little bit of time for meditation each day. Now, don't worry. Meditation isn't about just turning your mind off. I've done meditation for over 17 years now, and I still find that my mind wanders. So absolutely don't worry if this happens. Just show up for your meditation. Take just a few minutes, sit or lie somewhere focus on your breathing. If your mind wanders, just let the thoughts pass by like clouds in the sky and just bring your focus back to your breath. If you find it difficult to just simply lie and breathe, then maybe visualisations are better for you. You could use my DVD or app, which leads you through lots of meditations. And if you do find it difficult to just simply breathe, you can go through some of these visualizations, these happiness exercises, these affirmations in my DVD or app, and that will massively help you. So you can just search Danielle Collins on your app store and you'll see the Wellbeing Yoga app there. And that's got lots lots of lovely calming yoga and all those visualizations and meditations I've just mentioned. And you can get the exact same thing as DVD. So just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop and you're looking for the 10 minute natural mood lift DVD. And this is six 10 minute sections plus bonus tracks, exactly the same content as the app, but brilliant if you want to get into meditation, visualization, affirmations or gentle yoga of some kind, but you're not really sure where to start. So head over to either the app store or the website shop and you can do that. So meditation is certainly one way to help you sleep better, but there are so many other ways too. So I just wanted to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you a little bit about my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga. Now, this is available on Amazon. You just need to search Danielle Collins Face Yoga there and you'll see it to purchase anywhere in the world. Now, this book is perfect if you want to understand more about face yoga. Maybe you want to know how it works, how your skin ages and how face yoga will help that. Perhaps you want to know a little bit more about the science behind it. It's also packed full of solutions for problem areas. So I list many of the problem areas in the face. For example, lines in the forehead, jowls, loose neck, lines around the eyes and so on. And I give key exercises for these problem areas. There's also sections on each part of the face. So there's a section on the forehead area, the eye area, the cheeks, the jaw and the neck, which is great if you want to just delve straight into certain areas of the face. Now, all of the techniques are one minute each, and you can choose whether you want to just do one minute per day, or you want to do all 50 techniques and actually spend 50 minutes per day. It's entirely up to you. You can really tailor the routine according to your time and what results you want to get and how quickly. 
Now, the best thing about this book is it's not just the face yoga exercises. In order to get healthy and glowing skin, you need to be looking at wellness overall. So scattered throughout the book, you'll see lots of positive affirmations. Now, I'm such a believer that what happens on the inside really shows on the outside. So I encourage you throughout to do these positive affirmations to actually help to reprogram and retrain your mind to feel more positive about yourself and about your skin. There's also loads of information in there about skincare, about overall well-being. There's some really nice key yoga techniques for the body as well. And I explain how these actually link to the face. And you'll find lots of personal stories in there as well. So I talked to you about my journey from being a very stressed, unhealthy person and then how I became very ill with ME, how I overcame this very chronic illness which left me bedridden and housebound and how I then built the Danielle Collins face yoga method and how I became the face yoga expert. So it's a perfect one-stop shot to understanding face yoga and how it can help your skin. So you just need to search for Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon or you can go straight to the shop at faceyogaexpert.com. So let's get back to this episode. So reducing things like caffeine and alcohol in the evenings is so, so important. And if you can reduce or cut these out completely, even better. Having a regular time to go to bed and wake up is so important. And I know it sounds like an old wives tale that the hours before midnight are what counts, but absolutely they do. Get to bed before midnight. Get yourself a full eight hours. Really simple things like having a chamomile tea before bed, a couple of drops of lavender oil on your pillow, not too many, just a couple of drops, makes such a difference. There's lots of supplements which are also great for helping you to sleep better. Magnesium is well-renowned for helping better sleep. But of course, when it comes to supplements, please do check with a doctor or a nutritional therapist before you start taking them. So getting good sleep really helps the skin for a few reasons. Whilst we sleep, our skin renews, restores and refreshes. So whatever you've been doing in the day, whether it be face yoga, whether it be skincare, all of these good changes are happening overnight. You're getting the cell turnover at night. You're getting all that hydration. The circulatory system is working. So many reasons why a good night's sleep helps our skin. And again, it's something which may sound like an old wives tale, but sleeping eight hours absolutely is beauty sleep. If you do have a bad sleep, you'll notice instantly what an impact that has on your skin. And I would say that a bad night's sleep probably affects our skin more than anything when it comes to an instant visual test. When we wake up without sleep, we notice dark circles under our eyes because we haven't had that opportunity to do that detoxification that needs to happen. You may notice puffiness in your face, under your eyes, or maybe bloating in other areas. And this is because of sluggish lymph, because the lymphatic system hasn't been working as effectively as it should. You may notice that your skin looks more wrinkled or creased, maybe if we've had a night's sleep where we've been very stressed. We've been holding those stress-related expressions. So really putting sleep as a priority is so, so important. 
And a second point when it comes to sleep is our sleep position. Now, our best sleep position when it comes to beauty and aesthetics is lying on our backs. Now, this is difficult. I find it really difficult to sleep on my back. I'm definitely a side sleeper. And something which I found massively helps my skin whilst I sleep on my side is a product called the Sleep and Glow Pillow. Now, what I used to find when I was lying on my regular pillow is in the morning I would wake up and I would have all sorts of creases in all different areas of my face because when we sleep we are often screwed up and pressed down on our face for many many hours at a time and these lines in time etch into our skin and in the long term will cause deep set lines and wrinkles. The sleep and glow pillow which I now use has a little cradle for the face each side and my face just fits really perfectly into that shape and I wake up in the morning with no lines and wrinkles in my skin. The Sleep and Glow pillow also comes with a beautiful silk pillowcase, which is also wonderful for the skin. Cotton pillowcases or synthetic pillowcases tend to drag the skin, whereas a silk pillowcase doesn't drag the skin at all. If you do want to get a Sleep and Glow pillow, just go to the show notes and there's a link there which you can click and a code that you can use. The code is FACEYOGA10 and you'll get 10% off your order. So really highly recommended product. It's not a sponsored product at all, just a product I really believe in. And they've been kind enough to give a discount code for you guys because it's such a great product. Let's move on to tip number three, which is stress. When we are under pressure, our body goes into something called fight or flight mode. And this is our inbuilt physical and mental response to danger of any kind. So our body reacts as though we're going through a life-threatening situation and we're not most of the time. It's just our day-to-day -day routine and minor irritations, but our body still goes into that fight-or-flight response. Chronic stress is absolutely exhausting for all of our systems and organs and it can have devastating effects on the body and mind. In terms of the face, it contributes to collagen elastin breakdown, dehydration, stress-related expressions, muscle weakness, sluggish circulation, poor lymphatic drainage and slow cell turnover. Also, we find that when we're stressed, we hold on once again to those negative emotions and therefore expressions. So things like sadness, grief and worry and anger, they all show on our face. And let's face it, it's very hard to hide negativity that's going on the inside. This always shows on our face. So there's so many physical reasons how stress ages the face, but actually those thoughts and emotions related to stress can show up in so, so many ways too. And the reason I put this in as a really big skin mistake that you may be making or that I see clients make is because very often we don't think that stress relates to our face. We think that if we're doing a good skincare routine or we're maybe doing face yoga every day, that we don't need to think about our stress. But stress does affect the face. And what we're doing in the 20 minutes or 30 minutes whilst we're doing face yoga is fantastic. It's going to help in so, so many ways. But remember the other 23 and a half hours every day, if we are under a lot of stress, this is almost going to undo all the good that we've done with our face yoga. And this goes back to what I've just talked about in the last two points. So all of those actionable steps relate to this. So the meditation every day, 
doing yoga every day too. You don't need to be flexible. You don't need to be super fit to do yoga. Just gentle movement and gentle breathing is fantastic for helping to lower the stress levels. Of course, your daily face yoga is going to help lower the stress. In particular, things like the acupressure points are wonderful for lowering our stress levels, lowering that cortisol and that adrenaline, those stress hormones that build up, affect our mind, our body and our face. Simple things, particularly at the moment in this pandemic, if you're able to and if government guidelines in your country allow you to, go and have some fresh air, walk, move the body, never underestimate the impact of a little bit of fresh air and 10, 20 minutes of movement for the body. It's so, so important. A gratitude journal is also a wonderful habit to get into. So every day, it doesn't need to be in anything fancy. You don't need to have a proper journal, even just a notebook or a piece of paper. Write down 10 things that you're grateful for about that day. So however big or however small they are, write them down. I promise you, if you do this once a day or even better, twice a day, they'll make a massive difference. Use affirmations too for the mind, the body and the face. So in my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, there's lots of lovely affirmations all the way through. So you can use some of those and a few really lovely ones I want to share with you today, which you can even have a go at straight after this podcast or even pause the podcast in a moment and actually say them to yourself. One of them is I am enough. And you would just say that three times in your mind or out loud. Another one, fantastic one you can use is I am beautiful inside and out. Now, however silly you might feel doing these, however much your mind tries to fight against them and tells you that they're not true, please keep going with them. In time, they'll just gently filter into your subconscious and they'll change your way of thinking. You can make up affirmations that suit you for that moment or that day. I love saying I'm healthy, happy and relaxed. That really helps me. There's also really good ones you can do when it comes to the face. Simple things like I love my skin. My face is youthful and healthy. I am glowing inside and out. All of these help so much. Never underestimate the power of your own thoughts when it comes to your skin, when it comes to your face and when it comes to how your face is looking and feeling. Okay, let's move on to point number four now about the biggest skincare mistakes that you may be making, but certainly I have seen clients make over the years. And that is too many products and not removing makeup. Now let's start with too many products. So many times over the last 15 years, I have seen clients come into sessions with me and when I ask them what their skincare routine is, they list off 15, 20 products and their skin is inflamed, it's sensitive, maybe they're suffering from eczema, rosacea, acne and it's too much. The skin is getting overloaded by a huge amount of products but also by too many chemicals most of the time. So start to strip your skincare routine back. Gently cleanse, tone, exfoliate, moisturise, use sunscreen, simple and try and make those products as natural and as organic as possible. So one of my favourite products as I'm sure you know is Fusion by Danielle Collins which was made for us by an amazing skincare specialist. It's all organic, all vegan, perfect for sensitive skin and it has results because every ingredient in there is high performing botanical seed oils. There's no chemicals in 
in there. There's no water in there. There's no fillers in there, which are just bulking out the product. It's nice and natural. And I try and keep my skincare routine as natural and as simple as possible. And I find that that's when my skin responds so much better. I'm not someone that's blessed with really good, perfect skin, whatever I do. If I start using different products, if I overload my skin with too many products, if I change anything in the way I'm eating, particularly things like too much sugar or dairy, my skin flares up, I get acne spots, I notice fine lines and wrinkles straight away. So I really find that I have to really look after my skin, keep it simple, keep it clean when it comes to nutrition and when it comes to skincare. So have a look what you're using. Have a look at what ingredients you're using as well. Start to educate yourself and I promise you and that will make a big difference to your skin just by taking it a little bit simpler and a little bit more natural. Also, not removing the makeup is a huge skincare mistake. Now, I know it's something we've heard so many times and it makes such a difference. And I mentioned earlier about face wipes and face wipes really don't remove your makeup the way you need to. Now, it depends what makeup you're wearing and how much you're wearing, depending on what your routine needs to be. But you need to make sure by the end of it, your skin is fully clean. So you shouldn't have rubbed it too hard. You just need to use products which are going to remove the makeup, but are not going to flare your skin up. So it's a very simple point, but I promise you by stripping back your skincare routine and making sure you remove your makeup every single night, it'll make a huge difference. And remove your makeup as early as you can in the evening. So if you're coming in the door, say at four o'clock in the evening, remove your makeup then. That'll give you so many more hours to allow your skin to breathe and to be nourished by your products rather than leaving the makeup on all the way till 11pm at night and then removing it. So do it as early as you can in the day. And maybe at the moment, if you're in lockdown, you may find that you can really apply those products at the beginning of the day and have a lovely clean face most of the day. And that's a wonderful time to now allow your skin to breathe. So let's move on to point number five, and that is lifestyle choices. So in order to best explain this, I'm just going to read you a little bit from my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, because this is going to explain three things which really can negatively affect the skin. And by consuming these things, the sugar, the smoking, the caffeine and the alcohol, you'll really notice that your skin is negatively affected. So let me read this to you. So lifestyle choices, the first one being sugar. So in my book, I write, sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but sugar is one of your biggest skin enemies. Inflammation happens when blood sugar levels spike, which causes skin to sag as collagen elastin are damaged. Inflammation also aggravates spots and blemishes. Sugar permanently binds to collagen in the skin in a process called glycation, which causes the skin to become stiff and inflexible. This causes our face to age quicker. If you do consume large amounts of sugar, it is key to cut down your intake to get the most out of your face yoga. Check labels of all food and look for sugar or derivatives of sugar in the ingredients. So the second point I write about lifestyle choices in my book is smoking. 
smoking has devastating effects on the skin and it's been proven that a smoker's skin ages faster. There are a few reasons for this. Firstly, the repetitive movements of the pursing of the lips cause lines around the mouth. Secondly, smoking restricts oxygen flow to the skin, starving it of nutrients and causing free radical damage. Thirdly, the chemicals present in cigarettes can destroy the collagen and the elastin in the skin, making it saggier and more lined. And the third point I make on lifestyle choices is titled caffeine and alcohol. Drinking alcohol, coffee, tea and other caffeinated drinks can age the skin as they are diuretics which prevent you from holding on to water. This can mean the skin becomes dry and dehydrated and ages faster. They also increase cortisol which can damage collagen in the skin. Caffeine and alcohol impact on our skin too which can reduce the healing and repairing time the skin has at night. As caffeine narrows the blood vessels, the delivery of antioxidants and nutrients to the skin may be reduced. Caffeine and alcohol are mostly acidic, which affects oil production in the skin, potentially contributing to acne and inflammatory skin conditions. So hopefully that gives you a little bit more of an idea about how lifestyle choices can negatively affect the skin. And I do notice so many times that clients are smoking, that they are drinking caffeine and alcohol, that they're eating too much sugar. And these are such big skincare mistakes. Now, as I said in the book, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news when it comes to these things, but absolutely reducing and cutting out these things will make a massive difference to your skin. I absolutely absolutely promise you. So let's move on to our sixth point now, which is not wearing sunscreen. Now I talk about this all the time, so I'm not going to go on too much about this point, but please do wear an SPF on your face every single day. The SPF in your moisturiser, the SPF in your foundation, this doesn't count. It's not giving you enough protection. You really do need to use a proper SPF for the skin and put it on in the morning, even if it's a cloudy day, even if it's the middle of winter, even if you're driving along in a car, remember that those UVA rays, those damaging aging rays can even penetrate through glass and definitely can penetrate penetrate through cloud. So do that every day. Apply it to your face, your neck, the back of your neck, the whole of your chest area and also remember your hands too. Our hands can age so quickly from the sun. So not wearing an SPF is a massive skin mistake that I've seen so many people make over the years but I promise you it's never too late to do it. Start doing it today and it'll have such a big impact on your skin. So now I've taken you through those six points, I'd like to move on to the interview I did with Dublin FM. I really do hope you find this interesting. I love talking about face yoga and how it works. And it was really nice to answer some questions because over the last few months, I've been so used to interviewing guests. So it's been really nice actually to go back to something which I've done so much over the years and that's be interviewed by other people. So let's get straight into that now and I'll see you on the other side. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the line by the face yoga expert, Danielle Collins. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it's lovely to be here. So I suppose to start off, tell me how you got into yoga in the first place. 
So my journey started about 17 years ago when I was 21. I just left university and I became really unwell. So it started with glandular fever and mm-hmm. then I got ME. And I was very much bedridden, housebound, really, really poorly, unable mm-hmm. to move a lot of the time. Okay. And doctors sort of said to me, you know, there's not much that we can do for you about this. There's no medication we can give you. It's something that might just go away by itself. It's something you may have to live with for years. We're not really sure. Okay. So I was so determined to mm-hmm. overcome this. I wanted to just sort of carry on with my normal life. And someone suggested that I did some yoga. And unbelievably, I never even heard of yoga before. I had no <laughs> idea what it was. I suppose at the time, um, it was kind of maybe a little unknown. It was so unknown. Yeah. So I went to, um, I think it was like HMV or something, some, some shop where they sell the sort of VHS tape mm-hmm. and got a, I think it's like Jerry Yoga, you know, Jerry from the Spice Girls. Yeah. Oh, yoga, yoga, yoga video. <laughs> and started just doing a little bit of very gentle yoga at home. Mm-hmm. And then from there, as I started to learn how to relax, how to breathe properly, how to do some very gentle stretching, I started to then read a lot of books about um, self-healing and and self-help, so how I could think more positively. I started to change my diet and the way I ate. Mm -hmm. I started to have a lot of different holistic therapies. And within 18 months, I managed to completely cure myself of the illness, was completely, in fact, healthier and happier than I'd ever been before. Wow. And I knew that after I'd gone through that experience, that I wanted to help people in a similar way. Mm-hmm. So I I knew it would either be to overcome a similar illness or just to help people feel a little bit healthier and a little bit happier using some of those techniques that I'd used on myself. So I went then and did training as a professional relaxation therapist, as a yoga teacher. I did training in nutrition and in face massage and originally started teaching a lot of meditation and yoga classes. So that was where I sort of started with that. Mm -hmm. And then from there, got into the face yoga. And I can tell you a bit about that journey as well, if you like. I find that absolutely fascinating because it's something I haven't really heard of before. So do tell Mm. us a little bit about it. Yeah. So when I was teaching a lot of these yoga classes, I remember people saying to me all the time, you know, yoga is so good for my body. It's toning Mm. up my body. I feel more flexible and stronger. It's so good for my mind. I feel calmer in my mind. And we're going back sort of 15 years ago now. There wasn't the knowledge we now have about for the face. And there really wasn't a huge range of treatments you could have for the face, whether they be more invasive treatments or whether they be natural ones. And people were just saying, oh, I wish I could do yoga for my face. You know, (laughs) isn't there something that I could do to lift and firm the face? And when I trained as a yoga teacher, I remember thinking so crazy we learn so much about the body how to tone and strengthen the body but nothing about the 57 muscles in the face and neck Mm. and also when I trained in face massage so it's to be able to give people treatments I also remember thinking during that training isn't it a shame that people can only have these benefits for their face when they go and they have their sort of their monthly treatment and they have to pay for so much money for it and they're only getting an hour of it what if they could actually do that themselves every day at home really easily really cheaply free a lot of the time 
Um, so I did so much research. I researched a lot into techniques which have been used for thousands of years, so in India, in China, in Japan, and also did a lot of research into the way that our face muscles are composed, how our skin is composed, how we can strengthen and tone muscles under the skin, how we can improve the blood flow and the circulation through self-massage of the skin, how we can use acupressure to boost overall wellness, but also to help the skin aesthetically as well. And started just teaching little bits of it at the end of yoga classes. And people were loving it. They were really noticing that they were getting good results really quickly. And then from there, I mean, I've been really lucky over the last sort of decade or so. I do a lot of work on TV and in the media now. Um, I've written a book. I've got lots of apps. I train people to be face yoga teachers. So we have over 700 teachers in my method in 50 different countries. So over the last decade, it's really, really grown in popularity. And if you ever say to somebody, oh, let's try some face yoga, do they ever kind of look Mm. at you with 10 heads? Kind of going, what's that? Funnily enough, (laughs) if I went back 10 years ago, or even actually sort of five, six years ago, occasionally, yes. Actually now, not so much so. So a lot of people have either heard of it, so they're they're sort of, it's something that's already on their radar, or if they haven't heard of it, and I just say, look, it's exercising the face muscles the same as you exercise the body, and it's massaging the face in the same way as you can massage the body. It's really good for the skin, it's really good for relaxation, really good releasing tension and it's really good for reducing lines and wrinkles as well and people sort of just get that concept you know particularly that concept of how we all know we should exercise the body whether we do or whether we don't and we just need to apply those same principles to the 57 muscles in the face it's mad that you kind of don't it doesn't really come hand in hand with most exercises so it's very interesting so what are the benefits i suppose if you were to do this so there's lots of benefits. So there's five main aspects to my method, which is the Daniel Collins face yoga method. Mm-hmm. So there's the face exercise. So that's about toning and strengthening the muscles under the skin. And then the skin attached gets tightened and tautened and firm. So this is very good for reducing lines and wrinkles, helping the saggy skin, very good for lifting and firming the face. And then the second aspect is the massage. So the massage works with boosting the circulation, helping to improve the collagen and elastin in the skin. So this is very good for helping, again, the skin to look more lifted and firm. But it helps the skin to look healthier and more glowing, helps with things like puffy eyes, dark circles, maybe dull skin tone. Um, the third aspect is the acupressure. So this is very much rooted in traditional Eastern techniques. Mm-hmm. And this has very similar benefits to the massage, for helping the skin to glow, helping the skin to look healthier, but also can help things like reduce stress, reduce headaches, help reduce jaw tension, help with sinus problems. Um, and then the fourth aspect is relaxation. So we hold so much tension in our faces. Um, a lot of our lines and wrinkles are caused by repetitive stress-related expressions. So whether it be sort of pulling that area between the eyebrows in, maybe it's over-raising the eyebrows when we express, maybe it's pursing the lips and creating lines around there. So a lot of my method is about really working on consciously relaxing tension in the facial muscles to prevent and to reduce um, lines and wrinkles through those repetitive expressions. And then the fifth fact, Sorry, go no, on. No, no, go ahead. You have a mm. fifth one. Just thought, yeah, and the fifth aspect is the well-being. So, so much of it is just 
about feeling good on the inside. You know, it's not just yeah. about how we're looking on the outside. So much of my method is about wellness as well. Which is very important, isn't it? Mm-hmm, absolutely. How long do you need to give, I suppose, each day to this? Or is it like a daily thing? Um, well, you can do as much or as little as you like. Mm-hmm. Make it very accessible and very easy for you in your day-to-day life. So I would say always start sort of small, just so you get in the habit of doing it. So mm-hmm. even if you picked one technique and you did one minute per day just to get you started, just to work maybe one problem area of the face that you really want to focus on, then you could just certainly do that. And then if you want to get into a more of a regular routine, you could do more like 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day. In my book, which is called Danielle Collins Face Yoga, every single one of the techniques in there is one minute. So oh, wow, what you okay. can do is you can just pick. So maybe you say, okay, today I've got five minutes. Pick five exercises and do those five. Maybe you say, look, I really want to see changes much quicker in my face or I really enjoy the relaxation, self-care time. And maybe you say, all right, well, I'll do 30 minutes. So do what works for you. Anything's better than nothing. But obviously a structured, regular routine is key. You know, it's no point just doing one technique here and then a week later mm. another one. You really do need to keep it up regularly. But I suppose that's the same with anything you're doing, exercise mm. or eating well. It all needs to be, you know, a continuous thing. You can't just expect to do it the odd time and for it to do anything, you know. Exactly, definitely. It's like, yeah, like you say, going to the gym or going to a regular yoga class, you know, that first time you do it, it feels good. You feel like your muscles have had a good workout, yeah. but actually to see results, it is about doing something very regularly. And can people see any of your techniques online? Oh, absolutely. So if you want to do some free stuff, so maybe at the moment you're stuck at home or in self-isolation, head to my YouTube channel. So it's called The Face Yoga Expert. Mm -hmm. And there's loads of videos on there which you can use. Um, I've also got two face yoga apps. So those apps, for the price of what usually just one yoga class would cost you, you can get those apps, the videos for life. And it's a really nice structure program. So if you want to get in the habit of doing a structure program every day, Mm -hmm. um, I've also got a book, which is called Danielle Collins Space Yoga. You can just search for that on Amazon. And that's really nice with all those sort of one minute techniques. And it'll just pinpoint the exact ones you need for certain problem areas that you might have. Amazing. Thank you so much, Danielle, for coming on and telling us all about it. Because I'd heard about it, but I didn't know an awful lot about it. So it's very interesting to hear from someone who's been doing it for so long. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Not at all. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. So I hope you enjoyed that interview I did with Dublin FM and you had some really good takeaways from that. Also, if you are listening on a podcast app, please do click the five stars. It only takes two seconds to do. And again, it means so much. If you're listening to this through my website, maybe just write a comment. I love hearing from you. I love hearing how you're getting on with the podcast. And I love hearing suggestions about new podcasts too. That really is great because I want these podcasts to be all about you. So keep in touch, take care, look after yourself and I'll see you next week.